the audio cut out during the podcast. I think there's only two up two moments where it happened. So just sit through those there. The last maybe uh, 30 seconds or so. After that, it gets good. So thank you for listening to the podcast. Uh, maybe you just want to skip past those parts when they show up. Uh, that'll be it. Enjoy the show. Hello. No, don't look at my notes. <laughs> they are content. What is your problem? It's content. If I bring this stuff you up. You got way too possessive over those notes. Because, oh, we're, we're too loud on here. I'm going to turn it down. Because it's content. Okay. You snapped so that you phone away to... so quick. Because I saw you looking over my shoulder. We what? Are... what else are you hiding in your phone? I'm just saying, it was over to podcast notes. <laughs> it's obviously, I'm just worried about the podcast. Okay. I have a lot of subjects to you bring up. You need to calm down. It's supposed to have your live You're reaction to it. Not like, hmm, I've been thinking about this. What does that mean? Stuff like that. No. <laughs> Okay, so hey everybody, welcome to episode 37 of Unlicensed Entertainment. <laughs> I am your host, Carl Etner. With me today is my lovely wife, Natasha. I don't know about this anymore. What don't you know about? About this podcast anymore, if I'm going to stick around for the rest of this podcast. Well, we'll see. We'll see what, uh, what you Those notes better be do. good. I mean, they're not amazing. I had to come up with this content every two weeks, and sometimes, I'm just going to pat myself on the back here, I'm amazed that I come up with stuff. Then why are you so secretive about what you had on your phone? Because I took so much time to actually come up with some brilliant stuff. I did, did I, I just said it wasn't brilliant. I came took some time to come up with stuff for the show. I want to actually be able to use it. This dude, you guys. Okay. By the way, I'm not sure if I'm talking weird this week, so I'm just gonna give this. And if my brother ever listens to this podcast, sorry, this is gonna be slightly insulting. I listen to my brother's podcast, a bloody good film podcast, or bloody good. I should probably know the name. It's Blaze something. Bloody Good Film Podcast, something like that. And okay, so I'm a twin. And, <laughs> no, Brief I, history I, right now, guys. I gotta, give, I gotta give you this. So sometimes my insecurities about myself come from things I see in my brother that I'm like, is that something I do? So I listen to his podcast, and one thing, he always sounded out of breath. I was just like... Do I sound like that? Oh, it sounds like what but he's I think getting... I have that same issue, though. Like, people at work were like, yo, you're out of breath. And I'm like, yes, because I don't breathe during talking, and I go on long-winded sentences. Yeah, there's that. And just, he he would curse every five seconds, which I know I do. And just like, this doesn't sound professional at all. So I'm, go- I'm trying to, looking at my brother, I'm going like, I don't want to do that. Which is why I'm saying if he ever listens to this kind of insulting. Also, I'm trying to enunciate more because that's always been a problem. Problem. You should have done some exercises before you got on. I know. Uh, they do those, uh, actors do that tongue twister thing before they go on on stage to loosen their mouth and get them flowing more uh, good. Good. That's so good right there. Yes, I know. Such good. My great vocabulary. Big good. Big good. Big Goodly. Good. The goodliest. Okay, so... Uh, Back to your notes. So, yeah, I have some what, notes. What do we have going on today? All right, well, first thing Wait, I said... did you introduce me? Yeah, we, okay. uh, yes, we did. I you're, just woke up. You're not even listening to this podcast. I just gotta make sure. Okay, first things first, before we even get into my usual segments, I wanted to ask people, please, please, rate and review this on iTunes. And if you only listen to a few episodes, please, subscribe. You'll get them coming into your feed Without any effort whatsoever, which is which is very nice, and also lets me think that people are listening, which I would love. Also, donate to my Venmo. 
Donate. Do you have a Venmo? Yes. Do you want to throw that out there? No, you can throw that out there. That's cringy. There's like nine people that listen. No. And one of them is my dad. I'm sure he'd be like, she's so funny. I'd give her some Venmo money. <laughs> it's the same. It's the same handle as my Instagram. <laughs> oh, okay. So my dad knows your Instagram <laughs> yeah. because half the time whenever when I when my dad does call me, he just goes like, "Your wife says the funniest things online." And I, I really like, don't, but thank you, thank you, because my husband doesn't call me funny at all. Well, also I don't follow you on Instagram because I do not have an Instagram. Wow, yeah, you're just gonna so, tell people that you don't think I'm funny. I just like that. I, if the, if the, the moments you shine are on Instagram, I have not seen you shine. Not in 12 years. Not in 12, almost, we're getting close to 13 years. This is going into a contract <laughs> renewal. Uh, actually, wait, no, we're getting close to our three-year wedding anniversary. We're actually not that close to 13 years. Never mind. It's still, it's like 12 and a half years at this point. Probably, yeah, about that. Okay, so now that we've gotten that out of the way, let's get into our first segment. Wait, so, tell people I'm funny. You are. Tell them now, right are, now. You are really funny. That's why I have you on every other episode. And I then, would have you on every episode, but I feel like... I'm asking too much of you to ask you to do every other episode. Okay, and now you need to tell them I don't have a knife pointed at you. She just, ow. She does not have a <laughs> knife pointed at me. It's perfectly fine. The ow is not related to this no, at all. No, He just has a lot of body issues. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right. So let's get into uh, the segment uh, I've start, started beginning each show with. Cut myself starting to turn into that rambling thing. Uh... Where I talk about things that I have watched recently, not actually reviewing the shows, but just my thoughts that came to me when I was watching them. Observations. Like, is this your second or third over on the show? Is that what you're saying? No, 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 no. Like, uh, the biggest example I always do whenever I have a guest on is I was playing, this also works with movies, TV, or video games. I was playing Mario 64 and realized that Toad, the mushroom dude, is passive-aggressive asshole. That is kind he of really? If you listen to that podcast, I recommend it. It's called Toad is a Greedy bastard something like that you'll find out my observations on that i think they're great mad about toads earlier when we were paying luigi mansion oh because luigi's mansion he spent so much time saving the damn toads when i wanted to be saving mario and peach the important people toads are a dime a dozen it's only one mario for halloween you know i said that you should be luigi and i should be luigi okay when we have a kid you should be Luigi and our kid could be Luigi. Oh, I thought you were going to say our kid could be a toad because I'm not going to care about it. I thought you were going to be like, you're not going to care about our the kid. Second so it Halloween, be, the second Halloween. It could just be a fucking toad. All right. So, you know you've done this podcast with me before. You know this this, this segment. There, I'm supposed to know these things? I've been doing it since February. I do not have any memory left in my head. Okay. Capacity, No. Alright, so the first I one. already had one coffee and it's not even enough. Can we go to Starbucks real quick? Let's do the podcast. They're gonna close! Starbucks? Yeah. Do you really need to go to Starbucks? Like right now. Do you really? I mean, I can wait, I guess. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Da- yeah. All right. Welcome the people. So, I tried to introduce this, this segment 15 times. Let's see if the 16th time you is the time. need to stop exaggerating. Okay, do you want seg- me to go another? Segments. <laughs> Let me go back. <laughs> Okay, so I was watching uh, season three of Star Trek Discovery, and in this season opener, do you know about holograms? Are you aware of holograms in uh, Do Star I Trek know universe? what holograms are? I'm asking. You don't watch as much sci-fi as I do. 
Do I know what holograms are? Oh my not, god. Th- not like Tupac uh, at, at Coachella. I'm talking about like like in Star Trek where it's like a it's like a you could touch it kind of thing. Like you you can act like you're on a on a on a, a boat in the Atlantic kind of thing. Okay. Are you aware of that kind? I am now. Okay. That's why I was asking. Okay. You weren't aware of it. A physical hologram. Yes, a physical hologram. Okay. You know, like With... the hologram room. The holodeck. Okay. Okay. So in this, it's a very common thing in Star Trek. Half the episodes in the original series, The Next Generation, is the holodeck characters came alive and started trying to kill everybody. Safety parameters were off. Anyways, this one... It's a very small thing. This guy, you don't know who he is when the show begins. Uh, he's waking up to a bird hologram. That's his alarm clock. And I just thought, I would be so fucking violent. I just cursed for no reason. I'd be so violent to that bird if that was waking me up. I feel like that's so much more horrible than just having some music play or something like that. If you had a living thing that you could choke out for waking you up that there's no consequences for, I think it's a violent, disgusting world. No, do you not think that would be a problem for you? I feel like I choke out a fake bird. It's a fake bird. It's not going to leave any blood I, anywhere. But, but I do need to have a hefty alarm. I remember when we first moved in, I got an alarm clock. And you're like, no, immediately no, because it scared you to wake. Well, because I'm a very light sleeper, and you would have this thing. It would trill so loud. I, am, I would feel like I'm having a heart attack. But am I a heavy sleeper? You are a very heavy yeah, sleeper. Yeah, so that's why I need an alarm clock like I this. have... I think I told the story before, maybe not on the podcast, but uh, there was one night in our in our first place that we lived together, the bed was up against the wall on my side. Mm-hmm. Like, there was basically like an L around the bed, so I was up against the wall. In order to get out, you had to, had to climb over the bottom of the bed, which had like a bed, uh, bed, frame. bed frame in the way, or yeah, I climbed over pretty, you. Yeah, like tall bed pretty, frame too. Yeah, so I, had, I, had, I climbed over <laughs> he you. He was hurtling over things. But what happened was one time I stood up, <laughs> tripped over you and fell on you while you were asleep like from standing to like a wrestling move pile drive if that's the right word i don't watch wrestling and tasha you slept right through that sir this domestic violence case is not going to stand up in a court a lot without excuse (laughs) (laughs) how'd you get that black eye my husband fell on me yeah one time I went to the dentist, like, when I was getting before my um, retainers and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, they were like, don't eat because we Novocaine'd you up. And I was like, okay, yeah, but didn't listen. And I guess I, like, chomped the, like, the heck out of my, like, gum or something. Mm-hmm. And it bruised the whole side of my face. But I never noticed because I never look at the side of my face. Okay. And I went to work and everybody thought you hit me. <laughs> Really? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I had one patient and like, cause I, okay, I'm a nurse and I work with patients obviously. So we always have to assess how alert and orientated they are. And one lady was like, what door did you walk into? Oh my gosh. And I was like, the Cause door that's ra- code for what who beat Yeah, you. but it didn't strike me cause I didn't know I even had a bruise in my face. And I was like, the door right there, how confused, like what year is it? Uh-huh. And then like, she was like, what? Like, what are you talking about? Like, she was totally with it. She's like, no, you have a huge bruise on your face. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Th- this is just going to be like, I got to know if you told anybody this. When you hurt yourself in New Orleans. <laughs> okay, we were coming out of a jazz hall in New Orleans. Amazing. I was walking in front of Carl. Like, when we go places, I usually bring a small backpack so we can put all our merch in. 
Um, it's like a small, small little purse backpack, but, uh, it's easy so we can put stuff in like sunblock cause your girl's pale and water cause I get dehydrated fast. I'm not built for this life in the sun. Okay. Anyways, I was putting my wallet in my bag and the bag was in front of me and I didn't know there was a step and I ate it and there was like the band was outside cause they had just finished the set and there were some people outside talking to them and I ate it and Carl was like, what happened? Well, you you fell almost towards them. Like, the band laughed. Oh, I and I was just... You probably laughed, too. I don't know. No, I was I was worried about... I thought you were drunk. I will be 100%. I, thought the I drink, only had two drinks at I this thought point. The, I thought the drink had hit you. But then, the rest of the trip, you kept on exaggerating and turning into oh, yeah. how I abused you. <laughs> I, so, I'm just wondering, like, if you were in pain I can't tell everybody that, I was, <laughs> that you pushed me. Yeah, I'm wondering. I'm just wondering how many people think I'm no. abusive towards you because you're clumsy. No, I don't know. I don't ever, like, I tell people that know us mm-hmm. jokes like that. But if it was somebody I don't know, I'm not going to say that. Yeah. Like, also, because, like, you've said this before that you look angry i do 98 percent of the time yes i uh, i do have resting murder face yes uh i wish i had instead of resting bitch face <laughs> but but i won't tell people that we don't know because i don't think my sense of humor comes off to people uh because they're always asking if i'm okay and i'm like <laughs> yes i just have unresolved trauma <laughs> that means that you were worried uh because you did your humor in front of a guy we didn't know last week was it last week no the week before uh, this guy started hanging out with our, my group of oh. friends and we didn't know him that well, but my friends knew him. And so Tasha went full in about how she always wants to stab me mode. And he was a little thrown off about like, Literally she always talks about stabbing I you. I was like, Hey, I really need to rule that in. Um, also I just renewed all health insurance. Okay. Yeah. So you're, you're saying I'm good for a few stabbings? No, I remember they said that we couldn't keep your health, like your life insurance. Oh, oh, so uh, I don't have life insurance on you. You don't have life insurance on me. No, because they gave us the paper saying that you're no longer eligible or whatever. Oh, okay. Well, I I still have life insurance on me from my work. I know, but I could have gotten like a hundred grand. Yeah, now you only get like fifty grand. Yeah, so I don't know if it's worth it. Yeah, probably not. Maybe after all the stuff I ordered on Amazon last night. But oh my gosh, there's so many packages. (laughs) There wasn't that much. You even talked about it. On, you posted a photo on Facebook. Said, Do it felt like Facebook. Christmas. Yes, exactly. Um, where? What was the original context of this story? This is about hologram oh. birds. Oh. <laughs> That's okay. That's what this segment is for. Oh, no. I was going to say. So somebody, like, every time, like, I, like, meet people or whatever, we start talking about spouses or whatever, we're like, mm-hmm. oh, we want to see pictures of other people's spouses, right? Just mm-hmm. curiosity. Yeah. And I tell people, like, look at My husband is, like opposite of me like i have crackhead energy and i drink more caffeine than i should but like you're the opposite of that um but we're both people that try to be funny and i don't need to try sir no i do i do i've been told this is this is all natural i've been told my whole life like because i would try so hard people go up to me and go like you're not funny. Stop. And that is not a joke. That has happened to me. That's such a shitty thing for things people to do. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, especially the most people that said that to me were in elementary school and my friend DJ's mom. Those two, those oh, two times. Oh, okay. I was going to say those people should have just walked away, but it's hard for kids to walk away. Yeah, definitely. And then also it's hard for overprotective moms who for some reason hated me to walk away. I was in a comedy group with this guy, DJ. He's in one of my shows. His mom would go up to me after every show and go like, 
you're not funny, you shouldn't be on the team. Until one day I suddenly won her over. And then she loved me. But she acts like she I don't like I don't remember that she would tell me I sucked. A lot of people have superiority complexes and I think it's like you look so non threatening to people that the minute they think they're like Am I non threatening or murder faced? I, I No, here's the thing. You look non threatening until people have a conversation and then you try to one up them a joke, they're like, He's threatening now. Oh, okay. And they're like, No, 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 no. This dude was okay ten seconds ago before this joke. Okay, I, I would think it'd almost be the opposite in that like I look threatening, but then I talk and I ruin the illusion. Like I now, bet, a, I bet now, a lot of white men have different opinions of themselves in this today's Well, no, but I mean, so. like, because people think I'm intimidated. Like, I get this a lot from people. I look angry, uh, and I don't talk to... I, well, I didn't talk to people at work before I started working in customer service. I never talked to people, so I just got my angry face, so I yeah, looked intimidating. Yeah, coworkers that you like. Yeah, but then if I... Whenever I talk, I think I lo- ruin the illusion. For one thing, people think I'm smart. That's not true. And other thing, people think glasses, I'm babe. angry and scary, and then I talk and like, oh, he's just, he tries too hard to be funny. He wants everyone to like him. That's the exact opposite of the way he looks. I think it's the, the glasses and facial hair. Somebody said the other day that I look five years younger, and I was like, thank you. It's because I don't go out in the sun. Five years younger than me or five years younger than your age? In, in general. Okay. Just five years younger? Yeah. Because uh, we were talking about ages, about people going back to school. Oh, okay. I want to go back for my master's, and I'm like, I'm too old. And I'm not, okay, I'm 32, whatever. But I was like, I feel too old. And people were like, what? I thought you were younger. I was like, it's because the sun don't touch this, bro. <laughs> Maybe the sun's touched me too much. I didn't talk about this on the podcast, but we're getting so off topic. I don't care. <laughs> uh, I went to uh, to Walgreens the other day, or CV, it doesn't matter. One of those places. They're exactly the same business. to a pharmacy in America. Yes. And uh, to go get the flu shot. And oh, you got your flu shot? Yes, I got my flu shot. Yay! Get vaccinated, everybody. Yes. Anyways, so they asked me uh, the year I was born, and I said 1986, so I'm almost 35, and he wrote down 1956, and I was just like, that is three decades older than I am. I, to him, it was conceivable that I am 64 years old It's the facial hair and glasses. That's a lot of, that's a lot of work for that facial hair and glasses to do. Oh. Plus, I was wearing a mask. I don't think you could see my oh, facial hair that yeah, much. Yeah. That's true. So it was just my glasses aged me to to sixty five years old. But like, you look different without glasses, though, because you know. Uh, that's why I don't like wearing glasses. You know how we always like forget that we're married and we say my girlfriend or my boyfriend or whatever. Yes. Like I'll tell people like like the back to thing where like we'll look at people's like spouses on Instagram. I was showing mm-hmm. my coworkers you. And then we, I have pictures of you with them without glasses, but I mentioned my boyfriend. And then, like, in the same conversation, it was like, and then my husband. And then they're like, wait, like, you so, got both? So you thought they thought you were cheating on me yeah. with me? Yeah, because she saw pictures of you with and without glasses. And she's like, he looks completely different. She's like, I dead ass thought this was two different people. I thought you had a type. Because oh, okay. it looks generally the same. But I thought it was two different people. This could be good groundwork for you also covering your tracks if I meet that friend and she tells me, oh yeah, I thought she was dating two guys and go like, that's just me with them without my glasses. It's pretty smart of you to throw yeah, this groundwork this down is true. This for is your cheating true. life. Okay, so we talked about hologram birds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there was an alarm clock I saw one time that I wanted to get um, that you literally have to stand up. I've heard of that. On a mat to like set off your alarm. There's also another one that uh, shoots something out. <gasps> that you have to go find that to put it back. 
in order to turn the alarm Ooh, off. Oh, that would never work. Our room is never clean enough for yeah, that. Yeah, it wouldn't work. It wouldn't work for. We have clothes. You have you have clothes everywhere. I have clothes everywhere. Yeah. I have mine in a basket or Sir. hanging up. Your Sir. clothes is everywhere. Sir. I had to. I had wanted to give you a good night kiss the other night, and I could not get to you on your side of the bed. I gave up, and you came to me. Yeah, I still haven't uh, unpacked from New Orleans, so it's just yes. like in a half open suitcase. All right, so hologram burns. Second one, again, I was still watching Star Trek. Okay, there's this alien race, and a lot of people wouldn't know but know them if, if you're not like a hardcore Star Trek fan, so not really in the original or next generation. There's this alien race called the Trill. And basically what they do is... Palpate. No, they're like symbiotes. They, they, this symbiotes? Sim, symbiotes, symbiotes. Do you but, like symbiotes? I've heard people say symbiotes. That's but why do, I grew no. up No, okay, but do you like the general idea of symbiotes? Like, in no. Venom? Oh, no, that sounds horrible. Is that why you want to be a symbiote with me? Sure. Anyways, so what this one does is um, it retains the consciousness of each person that's lived with. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you, it combines with you, and it lives with you for the rest of your life. You die and gets inserted in someone else. So basically, you, ha- you become, like, six different people mm-hmm. once put inside you. Now, a main character in, the new, in Discovery gets that, and the person who had it before them... Was there significant other? Oh no! I was just about to say I would hate that. Because yeah, because so that's that person lives on inside them. No more privacy, and they know all your thoughts. Yeah. That would be I like. I love you, but I don't think I want you living inside my no, brain. Same. I think that'd be a bit. It'd be much. different if it was like different people that I've never met. And they had different professions and different lifetimes and different eras. Mm. Dope. But you can't tell me that at one point in twelve years together you didn't think I was disgusting. And just kept it to yourself because you're polite. And then if you got inside of me, I would just know all of those times that you thought I was gross. Oh, I was just thinking about... Or had bad BO. I was just thinking about, yeah, my privacy that you would get into. What privacy? What are you trying to hide? You're freaking... Private thoughts that suddenly you would have free reign of and be able to... How many private thoughts are you keeping from me? I think you'd have... People have private thoughts. Okay, but like, are they bad thoughts against me, sir? No, no, not against you. Just thoughts in general. Right now, exactly. (laughs) I don't want you in my brain. I just thought this was the worst nightmare scenario. I, as and even think about this. You have a relationship after that because your partner's dead. I'd have you in my head the entire time. Is it a living consciousness? Though it's a living consciousness. Dude, no. Like it incorporates inside of you, inside of you, and it's like both you are it and also separate. That makes sense. Like I would be able to be a nurse, if uh, if I if I get the thing after you because no because you're a hypochondriac, and you don't like blood. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I don't, I don't like blood. I don't know about that one. Okay. But uh, so I'd have your skills to do that. Okay. Afterwards, but also you okay, also have your consciousness. It'd be a bit much. I can't. And they made this out to be this beautiful thing, and now they're able to be together no. even after the person mm. died. No, Star Trek, you got it wrong. If if this is the way for you to live on in. Definitely, would you do it? No, because I don't believe, I don't believe it is actually living on. I believe it is something replicating you. Mm-hmm. So I'm dead. It's like a clone of my brain inside there. Would you be mad when you die if I taxidermied you? I don't care what you do with my body. I'd feel that it's probably going to be bad for you, in a health standpoint for you. Bro, but what you're you do acting with... like I'm super healthy right now mentally. Yeah, but it'd be worse. <laughs> But, you know, I don't care what you do with my body when I'm dead because okay. I'm dead. Cool, cool, cool. It doesn't mean cool. anything. You can you could send yourself to a loony bin. I'm dead. So, whatever. I have a skeleton of you in Animal Crossing. What? 
Yeah, I showed you this. I got a skeleton at Animal Crossing and you live in my house. Okay. <laughs> next to the tea set. So you named it after me. No, it's you. Okay. Yeah. All right, so we had just passed uh, Halloween, so I was watching Halloween movies. Mm-hmm. Not the actual Hocus franchise. Pocus. Because I don't care for the Double Halloween trouble. franchise. Trolling, trolling. But I was, <laughs> we're both talking about two different things at the same time. I'm talking time. about way better movies, but okay. Okay, so I was watching Freddy Krueger. Uh, I think it was the second... I can't remember which one I was watching when I had this thought. That the, a person... I think it was the second one. So the main character in that one is gets possessed by Freddy Krueger. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's not like inside dreams. He's actually... His body becomes like a He's vessel. A, symbiote. a vessel for Freddy Krueger. <laughs> okay. Now, after the, in the end of this movie, he gets back together with his girlfriend, who he had tried to kill as Freddy Krueger. Would you ever feel comfortable being in a relationship with me... If I had been possessed by someone who tried to kill you, said, oh, he's gone. You have no evidence that he's 100% gone. Would you ever feel comfortable like, oh, let's go to the bedroom, make some, have some fun, if Freddy Krueger could possibly pop out at any moment? Oh, I would just hope every time it was the time you murdered me. <laughs> so you're fine with this? Yeah. I would not be able to date you if you were you had been possessed by Freddy And then imagine Krueger. like I have to go do something the next day and it was the day that like, the thing I don't, like I would have to go to work the next day and I don't want to go to the work ne- next day. But it happens to be, like, the day you don't murder me, and I'm like, well, now I have to go to work. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying, like, you know, uh, you have things to do, and then you're like, but you don't want to. So you go, like, babe, I'm sorry. I'm feeling a little Krugery today. I think it would be safer if I just stayed home. Like, that could be your excuse. But you'd be pad for Wait, which one of us has Kruger in them? Or bouncing it back and forth. Okay. Whatever way you want to go talk about it. That's what I thought you were saying. Also, like, we were talking about Freddy Krueger. I forgot that dude was a child molester. Oh, yeah. I used to love Freddy Krueger. I don't want to revisit the you 90s mean, or early 2000s. You mean you had a thing for Freddy Krueger? No, but, like, he was dope. He'd be like, yeah, I'm going to go kill you. And she was like, yeah, get them. And then I was like, wait. No. He was a child molester. Why they're, is everybody rooting for this guy? They're strangely funny films. About a killer child molester. Yeah. Because he, he, he's just like James Bond in that he likes to throw in a pun after mm-hmm. he kills somebody. He's super suave and good looking. But you got to remember the child molester thing. Yeah. I don't, I don't, what, James Bond child? Wait, I just heard James Bond and child he's molester. He's like James Bond. They're oh, ba- okay. James Bond and Freddy Krueger are basically the same guy. Um, They're both British, yeah. Is Robert, Eng- I don't, I don't is Robert England British? I don't think he's English British. Man. Is he? He's England, man. England. England. He's Robert England. He's an England man. England spelled different than England. No, it's not. It's E-G-L-U-N-D. That's the American spelling. Oh, okay. Um, so he's American? Yeah. No, okay. No, stop. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I, I haven't watched a lot of movies from like the 90s or early 2000s. Like I just, uh, I just watched TikToks all day for like two years now. Um... But I don't want to go back and watch them now, because then other people are going to be child molesters or misogynistic. I'm like, I don't like these characters oh, anymore. Even yeah, even kids' movies are incredibly uh, problematic. I remember uh, I watched the movie Monster Squad, which is a kids' movie. It's like Goonies, but with Dracula and Frankenstein's How monster, cute. and um, like they're they're the bad guys and going against a bunch of kids that are like Goonies kids. Mm-hmm. And in this movie, one of the hero kids. They need a ride somewhere, but they don't have a car because they're too young. They're the Goonies age, right? So one of the guys is like, hey, I've been taking pictures of your sister while she's changing. So he goes up to her and goes like, if you don't give us a ride somewhere, I'm going to show everyone these pictures of you naked. That's the hero. You're supposed to laugh at, oh, that sister's a bitch. 
ah ha ha, she's getting her comeuppance with this blackmail yeah. of her naked pictures. She was doing nothing wrong. She doesn't want to hang out with her little little brother. That's her crime. That's why you're not supposed to like her, and that's why it's supposed to be okay that you were taking naked pictures of her without her permission. Oh. That's the that's a kids movie in the eighties. The eighties was a wild time, bro. Oh yeah. And all those eighties kids, uh, all well, those kids that were like teenagers in the eighties, raised us. And we don't think their behavior is cool, and now they hate us for it. Yeah, a lot of them. I think I think my my parents are pretty good. They're not. They don't hate us. Did I specifically say your parents? Well, you said people have raised us. I'm assuming that means my parents. Well, no, because they like me better than they like you. So I would okay. say they're on the right track. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Okay. Okay. Let's see. Oh. Oh. Okay. So there's this new movie. Uh, have you seen the trailers for Clifford the Big Red Dog? Yeah. Okay. So for those of you who are not familiar with this, which I'm guessing would be people who weren't kids in the 90s. Or had kids in the 90s. Or had kids in the 90s. Clifford the Big Red Dog is exactly what it sounds like. It's about a giant dog, like a dog the size of a house, and a little girl that takes care of him. And now they made it to a live action movie, somehow stretching that plot out for an hour and a half. They did it to The Hobbit. The Hobbit, the Hobbit at least was 400 pages. This is like little five-page books. And how many books does he have? True, there are a lot of Clifford books. Yeah, okay. don't knock it. Okay. Jesus. Anyways, something I thought was funny in the commercial that I realized these movies are like guilt trips for little kids because, in, I'm not sure if you've seen the trailer for the new movie, she asked how big is he going to get mm-hmm. to her dad? How big is this dog going to get when it's just puppy size, like a regular puppy size? And he says, it grows bigger the more you love him. So then he turns into a dog the size of a house. That means this girl really loves her dog. Everybody else has a regular dog-sized dog or a chihuahua. Mm -hmm. They do not love their animals. This movie's telling you, you do not care for your animals because your animal is not the size of a house. I thought that's that's fucked up. Yeah. Also, like, it goes along with, like, prayer. People say you get things if you pray hard enough for it. And I'm like, but people pray for their parents to get back together or get out of poverty and it never happens. They didn't do it hard enough. (laughs) Or maybe they're praying to the wrong God. Maybe. Well, maybe they were loving the wrong dog. Maybe they got all their love to Clifford. <laughs> oh, yeah. Everyone's like, that dog's red. That's so fucking yeah. freaking adorable. Let's let's give it. And then that dog just kept on getting bigger and bigger. But yeah, this just proves my point that chihuahuas are the worst dogs. Yeah. Because nobody prayed to them. No no one, wa- no one loved them enough to make so them big. angry. <laughs> oh, it's like, which came first, chicken or the egg? Which came first, yeah. a small dog? Or... Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Uh, 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 Clifford's dope, but I like Madeline better from school books. I don't know. I know the name Madeline. The I don't little know who French she is. orphan girl. She had a yellow, yellow rain yeah. jacket. That's all I know. We should get that movie. Did they make a live action? We should get that movie. I don't know. I don't. They remember break Madeline. their bread. They're French. It's so cute. They're orphans though, which I don't know if this is gonna hold up well. <laughs> like, cute orphans. Uh, yeah, because I don't think any of them ever get adopted. Or is it, are they orphans? Or are they? I just told you all I remember is a yellow raincoat, and you're asking me questions. I think they're orphans because I don't think it's like a boarding school because I don't remember any parents ever being there. So, either their parents didn't care about them, or they well, so didn't lots have of parents them. send their children out to boarding school. Yeah, and that but means they don't, they don't, don't ever come, visit. Usually, they don't. They go home for the holidays and they stay home for summer, but they don't usually come over unless it's like parent teacher night or something mm. like that. I'm gonna have to look this up later. Yeah, because okay. I have no idea. You're asking me questions. I don't know anything you about. You should know this. Madeline, we break our bread. Uh, there's a whole freaking song. I'm going to look this up later. Okay, here's one uh, I, about a show that I know you hate. 
but I'm going to ask this anyway. Uh, is you... it NYPD Blue? No. Is it King of the Hill? No. You hate is King it... of the Hill? You said you didn't hate King it's of the okay. Hill. It's okay. It's amazing. But that's not what I'm talking about. It's a show I'm watching right now because they have a new season come, going on. It's Curb Your Enthusiasm. The show with I Larry I just don't David. get the hype. To be fair, you never really watched it. But... Okay. Defending a show over your wife? Yes. Because you never gave it a try. Anyways. In that show... I don't like the story anymore. In that show, this guy is supposed to be... Everyone gets angry at him for the things that he says. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, Are they problematic things? No. Here's the thing. I agree with most of the things that he says. Are you problematic? That's what I'm wondering. <laughs> I need to know. <laughs> what does he say? Is Are it, you telling me I have to watch this? Because you're going to have to pay me in snacks by the episode. He is one of the people I relate... Besides the fact that he's, that he's talented and rich... He goes off on these rants about, about, about things. What? Give me an example, sir. Oh, man. I should have written down an example you, rant. I have horrible notes. Well, like, okay. The one I remember most because it made me laugh the most, but it's also... Oh, okay. Here's one. Mm-hmm. I won't do the other one because it's kind of fucked up that I think I agree with this one. I'll give you this Tell one. Me. So, when he went to a doctor's office for an appointment, he signs in. He's like, okay, I, I, got, I got here this time. My appointment time is this time. Yeah. So, it doesn't matter uh, if someone comes in, came in like a person ahead of me, if my appointment's at this time, her appointment's at that time, I should go first. If my appointment's time was that set up, right? They choose the other person to go because she arrived there sooner when their appointment time was later, and he got pissed off about that. I agreed with him. Wait, wait, wait. So, she got there a little early, five there, minutes earlier than him, but her appointment was after him. After his. They took her first. I, I got mad. In that episode, he's the bad okay, guy. that's legit. That's, what was the reason okay. he went to the doctor, though? I can't remember. It was just what like was a doctor's she appointment. she went to the doctor? Don't know. But it was like a doctor's appointment. Was office. it a five-minute appointment? It wasn't like an urgent care appointment. It was like a regular doctor appointment. Yeah, that's kind of dumb. Okay. So here's... I'll tell you the one that I didn't want to say because it makes me sound bad. But now you feel like you have a little... I have, bit of... I have, no, I have to say it because I, I hinted at it. If you do a podcast and you say you don't want to say something, you kind of have to Is say it if you brought book? it up. Is this in the textbook? Textbook? The podcast oh. textbook? No, it's just as a listener okay, to podcast. Okay, I thought I gave you a little confidence, some boost of self-confidence after no, as I a said lis- that you weren't the bad guy. As a listener to podcasts, I know this. Okay. okay. So there is an episode where, where a woman is going to an incest uh, survivor's group. And she says she was molested by her stepfather, not related to her. Mm-hmm. And Larry goes like, then is it really incest? Why was And he's he the there? bad guy. I can't remember why this got brought up. No, he's the bad guy. But it was an incest. She should go to a different survivor's group. You lived with somebody. But it's not not the same thing. It's molested. I agree. It's bad. And so did he. I'm just saying it's not the right group. It's not the same thing. It's the same thing. See, this is what I'm talking about. Maybe I am bad. Yeah. So, there you go. Well, anyways, if you have listened to... If you have watched Curb Your Enthusiasm... Let me know if you agree with it's okay to agree with Larry David or if I'm a monster every time I do. Okay. And I got one more. So, I've been watching a lot of sitcoms recently. Have been rewatching a little bit of Seinfeld related to Curb Your Enthusiasm because it's made by the same guy. Oh. Yeah. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I noticed something. In this show, it's perfectly common for people to come over to your house. They choose like one person's house. In that 70s show, it was Eric Foreman's house and Steinfeld at Steinfeld's house, whatever. Every single day. That is not something that happens, right? People don't hang out every single day. I don't know. I had a friend that I don't ever talk to anymore, like from middle school up. Um, 
Yeah, as a kid, yeah, but as an adult? Well, if you don't have any options and there's nothing to do. There's, there's always TV. There is always just sitting at home without your pants on, just enjoying the day without people coming over. I think we're over. different, though. I think we're okay being long periods by yourself alone. Because I mentioned this to somebody, like, I have not an argument or anything, but, like, a coworker of mine was like, I get so, like, antsy, like, just sitting at home alone. And I was like, bro, I can go day sitting at home alone not talking to anybody. And I think you can too as well. And we're pretty self-sufficient in finding something to do. But there's people that don't like being alone. I, but every day, just like common occurrence, I'm going to go over to my friend's house every day. We wouldn't do that. I would hate if we had everybody at our house every single day. Like once a week would be awesome. I would love that. Especially because I always seem to have to drive two people because we live too far away. But if they were comfortable enough, some people in sitcoms are like, just show up at the house mm-hmm. unannounced open the door, it's unlocked, just hang out. That would drive me bonkers. I don't feel like people do that. Or they do that, they do that when they're in their like early 20s, and then by 25, they're out. I, it, sitcoms are unrealistic that way. Okay, so that is all my thoughts on the stuff I've entertained myself with mm-hmm. this week. So, yay! Are you going to delete those notes? Yeah, I delete them at the end of every hey, what's episode. Your, uh, is your phone always on lock? What's your lock screen code? <laughs> my phone... Phone oh, in is existence. It? It's slide. Oh, okay. Cool. So I can write notes too. Yes, you can. Okay. Except for that's why I always have my phone on me. I have my phone on me all the time because I don't want people to grab it and do what you just talked about. I know other people. You don't want people to write notes for you? No. Not to go into my social media and stuff like that. I know other people that have done that would constantly leave their phone in a room full of people, constantly get his phone broken into even though he did have a lock screen and never learned his lesson it was it was bonkers to me you take your phone with you you do not leave that in an empty room or not empty room, in a room full of people mm-hmm. that's insanity okay so now we're going to go into entertainment news first story i wanted to get into is a little of a downer but because i'm such a big fan of this person i wanted to talk about it me uh, I am a fan of you, okay. but it's not what I'm talking about. Okay, cool. Uh, so one of my favorite TV shows of all time is Quantum Leap. Yeah, the yeah. time travel show with Scott Bakula and Dean Stockwell. Now, I've watched this show a billion times. I feel like it's there's very few shows that are better written and very oh, even fewer shows that are as feel-good as this show. And it was well-acted, even though it was like kind of a cheesy, over-top, positive show. Mm-hmm. Dean Stockwell, who played my favorite character on the show, Al, has just died at the age of 85. So that, which, by the way, killed all my hopes that they would bring it back because they've been talking about it for years that they were going to bring it back now in the age of revivals. And it had an open-ending... It had an open-ended ending of the show. So that made me very sad. But anyways, I didn't want to just talk about his death because he's de- he died. Scott Bakula, the co-star of the show, said something in an interview. I, it's a little bit long, but I kind of want to read it because it makes him sound like a really decent person. Sam Bakula or... Scott Bakula. Wrote about Dean Dean Stock, Scottwell Stock, ah, Dean Stockwell, mm-hmm. and I thought this was a very nice thing that he 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 said. So I just kind of want to read it because it's important to me. It makes him sound good. Mm-hmm. Scott Bakula said, "I met Dean as an audition for Quantum Leap in 1988. He had agreed to read for the network. I was already cast. We connected immediately, and my career and my life were changed that day in Rand Tarkatov's office. How lucky were we to get him?" A few months later, he would be nominated for an Academy Award for his role in Married to the Mob. But he was stuck with us. Serendipity? All I know is he never tried to get out or complain. He loved the role and the show, and the rest was history. 
He became a dear friend and a mentor, and we grew very close over the next five very intense years. Dean was such a passionate man about his life, his work, his art. He was an amazing artist. His family, all kinds of causes, people, music, the planet, cigars, golf, and on and on. Having been a famous child actor, he had a soft spot for every young actor who came on our set. He was very protective of their rights and safety and always checked in with them to make sure that they were okay. His big hearted response to the kids made us all take notice and be better guardians ourselves. That's, That's the so part I like. Good. Yeah. Good on so, him. Good on this guy for not being problematic after yeah. his death. Be, and being a child star. Yeah. And uh, having a good head on his shoulders. That's very hard to do. And wanting to protect others. And, yeah. Realizing how hard it was for him as a kid wanting to protect others. So even in passing, he still he made a big difference. And I hope more people take become the kind of actor like he was. Especially in a time where... You didn't have to be. You weren't held mm-hmm. accountable. He was. We should be like him more now. Unless something problematic comes out and ruins us all. But right now, it's all good. Mm-hmm. Speaking of problem people, Letitia Wright. Do you know who that is? I know this name. Okay, she played Shuri in Black Panther and oh, yeah, Avengers yeah, yeah, Infinity yeah. War. Now, she is an avid anti-vaxxer, uh, which is a problem. Mm-hmm. One reason is that uh, okay, <clears throat> she just got injured on set. She, they're oh. making Black Panther... Uh, Wakanda Forever, mm-hmm. the sequel right now. And she is set, looks like she's going to be the new lead of the movie. Mm-hmm. And in the comics, her character does. Is this still recording? Okay. <laughs> One problem with uh, with her being anti-vax is that she went home to heal outside of the country from her injury. It's not the major. She's going to be fine. But she's not vaccinated. And there are new vaccination rules about mm-hmm. if you want to come in and work in this country if you are not from America... You have to be vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Her anti-vax stat- uh, status might make it impossible for her to come back to the movie if she wants to continue Aren't this role. Are they lifting those? Didn't they lift those um, regulations? No, they 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 uh, they're working on uh, lifting them for uh, American workers. Oh, overseas. That they have to. That you have to be. Uh, no, that you ha- no. Right now, if you want, if you're overseas and coming into here, you have to get get vaccinated. Mm. But there was, an, uh, there was a workers one that, that said that everyone that works in America, an American citizen, by January 1st had to be fully vaccinated if they work in a big company of 100 or more mm-hmm. employees. They are pushing that back or fighting against that. That might not actually go through. Mm-hmm. But the funds for foreigners mm-hmm. coming in, foreign people coming in, you have to be vaccinated. Mm. So she's going to potentially give up her chance to be a leading lady in a superhero franchise because she doesn't want to get a little shot. Because she sees someone who believes in the Joe like Rogan's she's, she's science. Not, yeah, the science. She's not believing in the science of it, which mm-hmm. is the issue. Oh yeah, for sure. I wonder what they're going to do with this. Maybe they're going to have to reshoot all her stuff for the new Shuri, mm-hmm. which I'm fine with. Because that is a very smart character. And it's ridiculous that she's being played by someone who is not so smart. Yeah. And I feel like the character needs to be seen for young girls. Yes, I think she is a very, a really well written character. Yeah. And I, I'm sad that she is this way because I thought she did a had a great performance in she that did. role. But yeah, you got You have we have to think about public safety more than how good a movie's gonna be. Yeah. And Hollywood in every place should be working hard to get everybody vaccinated so we can put this all behind us. I am going to get my booster soon once I'm eligible. I think I need like a week or two more before I'm eligible to get my booster. Because I want to do my part to end this freaking thing. Yeah, don't make my job harder, Carl. What? Don't make my job harder. I don't want to. 
I'm so sick of people. I get so many customers, especially because where we live, we are in, although we are in Southern California, which is famously liberal, the yeah, city that we, the city that we live in is very conservative. And I get so many customers. I got a customer yesterday coming to my store to, with no, I didn't say anything to him. He just came in the door and started ranting to me about. Because of vaccination requirements, you'll probably you're not going to get any type of uh, unemployment. Yeah. No, I didn't hear that, but that makes sense, and that's that's good to me. I don't feel any pity for these people. Do you tell people like, no, I believe in it because my wife's a nurse. I, I don't say I believe in it because you're a nurse, but I say I am more sensitive to it because you were a nurse, and I'm hearing the stories that you tell me. Mm. I don't think I would be anti-vax if I wasn't married to you. Okay. Delicious water. Okay. What Next else? story. So, you know they were making a, a movie version of the play Wicked. Have you heard that? Yeah. All right. So, Ariana Grande, Grande and Cynthia Arrivio, I don't know if I'm saying her name right, have been cast a star in the movie Wicked. I have not seen... I looked in this article. It did not say which one they are playing. Uh, Ariana Grande is playing Glinda, I think. Is she playing Glinda? Mm-hmm. Okay. It, this article did not say that. I looked through it. It's being directed by... I think I saw it on her Instagram. It's being directed by John M. Chu, who directed In the Heights, which I thought was fantastic. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, but <laughs> something that has someone that people do not want to get cast in that movie, and they have started a petition for, just in case they are thinking of it, James Corden. <laughs> people have made a petition already. There are 40,000 signatures saying, please do not cast James Corden in this movie. Why does everybody hate this guy? I don't... Okay, look. He seems okay. I've heard he's a little bit of an Ellen behind the sit, behind the scenes oh, and that okay. he's like the happy-go-lucky person on camera, uh-huh. but a little bit of a bastard behind the scenes. Uh, it's all rumors. I've also heard great things about him mm-hmm. behind the scenes, how like he paid for all his employees' uh, salaries when they were not working because oh, of COVID. So, so I've heard things back and forth. Uh-huh. Though. But the main thing is people do not like him singing. They do not like him in musicals. Mm, okay. So, uh, you know, he was in... Um, oh, shoot, what... I think it was in Into the Woods. He was definitely in Cats. Uh-huh. Uh, and just people do not like him. And if you don't watch his show, you uh, a lot of people don't watch it because they remind him of Jimmy Fallon and that he has a force of self and everything with the musicals and stuff. I personally, I hate to say this, I like his show. I know he's it's bad to say. Chill, like, it's, uh, unless he's an Ellen behind the scenes, that's not yes. okay. But I... See, it keeps on stopping and jumping forward. Hopefully, this podcast comes out okay. Do you want to stop and check, sir? Hold on. One moment. Hey, welcome back. Hopefully, you don't even notice that we were gone. So, you probably already heard if I took the time to put in something at the beginning of the podcast... That there were some missing moments. Hopefully we are past that now. The rest of the show is good. We'll see as we continue. We stopped for about a half an hour. So hopefully we got things going good again. Could have gone to Starbucks. Could have. I guess, yeah. Too bad I can't drive. Too, you can drive. You are not... Are you inebriated right now? I don't know no. if you drink anything. You've <laughs> what had, the heck? I think you've only had water. I don't know. You drink a lot. <laughs> <laughs> In a healthy amount. A healthy amount. You would enjoy, 
You enjoy your wine. Is all I'm saying. Not that you have a problem, but you enjoy your wine more than Bro. I do. In comparison to me, you drink a lot. How about that? In comparison to me, I had drinks about three weeks ago when we went to New Orleans. And those might have been my drinks for the year. I don't remember if I had any other drinks in 2021. So now you're pointing out I don't have any coffee or any wine. Yes, exactly. Just stupid water. All right. Uh, so the next story, I didn't even read it because I didn't even think that was the important part. Mm-hmm. I only got the headline because I think you would like the headline. Tell me. And you wouldn't need any more information than that. Let's test this theory. So, I know, I know you are a big hater of the Superman. You do not like I that character. I just don't get the hype. I disagree with you that he. I think he is a very well-written, really interesting character, but that's not the problem here. This article is tailored towards someone with your thought process. Again, I have not read the article because I didn't okay. want to spoil something for myself. Yeah. So I only am going to give you guys the headline, and then you guys can all move on with your life, look it up if you want to. This is on comicbookresources.com. And this is okay. It's one of the main sites to get my news from. They're legit. Okay, what's the headline? Young Justice, which is a show I watch, confirmed Superman is the Justice League's biggest coward. So I figured you'd like that. A whole article about how Superman sucks. No? Doesn't do anything for you? No, it shouldn't be like, Superman's a whiny little bitch. Oh, so coward's not good enough? You have to have whiny little no, bitch? No, because it's going to be something like, he'll back down if he thinks people are going to get hurt. And it's going to be a swing. I don't know. That show uh, does not always put Superman in the best light because he's a little bitch like uh there's a clone of him and he he's like i need advice from you superman because i don't know how to deal with being suddenly born a teenager in this world with your powers and superman's like see ya i don't want to deal with this what a horrible father he didn't he didn't you know have the sex to get him born he just suddenly existed because he's he reproduced asexually well he uh lex luthor stole his dna and Lex Luthor combined his DNA with Superman's DNA, so it's Superman and Lex Luthor's baby, basically. So he doesn't want anything to do with his child. Yes, basically, I guess, yeah. But it's not, he didn't choose, to, he didn't do the act that you go like, look, you had sex, this is your problem because you did it. Someone literally stole his genes and did How it. How do you get Superman's DNA? I don't remember, it was in the first season, we're in season four now. I don't have a memory to go back to season one. You it's don't. A long time that, ago. That's no, I a, do not. That's, yeah. a, that's a correct statement, sir. All right. So this article just makes me laugh. It's not even a news story. It's just someone telling telling a story that I found enjoyable. Do you know who? Rebe- so you're just tell you're just somebody who's telling the story of somebody else's story. Yes, exactly. Okay. Do you know who Rebecca Ferguson is? I know this name. Okay, she's uh she's been very big recently in the last couple uh, Mission Impossible movies. She's kind of she's kind of like the love interest, but not exactly because he's okay. still hung up over his wife. Anyway, she's a kick-ass British action star. Okay. And she was telling a story about uh, something that happened on the set of Mission Impossible Fallout. Now, if you watch a lot of action movies when women are the main kick-ass characters, a lot of them, Black Widow does this, and just a ton of different female characters do this move, which is the one where they jump up, wrap their legs around the guy's neck, and, like, take him down. You know, this big spin thing. So she had to do that and go back and do some reshots on Fallout while she was pregnant. So she, she basically had to... While doing that sequence, I had to get lifted up by like a, like a machine to get up to the area to do that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, CGI it out. And while she was twisting around, because her body was so messed up from, you know, being pregnant doing mm-hmm. stuff, legs wrapped around a guy's neck, let out the biggest fart in the world and in the middle of that set. 
No, that's not funny to you? So what I'm taking away from this is that anything a man can do, a female can do with a healthy gut and being pregnant. Yeah. Okay. That being said, most men movie, most male characters do not do that move because if they try to Little jump bitches. up and like wrap their legs around the guy's throat and take him down like that, they'd hurt their nuts. They have the, the nuts in the way. That's not a move that guys if, do. Do you think you would hurt your nuts to hit him on somebody else's face? Yes. Yeah? Especially, have you seen how fast they usually do that? It's just jump up, bam, boom, down. Spin down. Oh. I'm hearing a lot of excuses from a your guy side of the pond over who is, I'm, I don't know, I'm just a guy who was used to having nuts. Having so your nuts in somebody's no, face? No, he's used to having the equipment and knows how brittle they are. How easily they can get hurt. Do you hurt. think they're more brittle because of you as a person? No. Because you're falling apart? No, my, I mean, every guy has, has brittle nuts. It's not, it's, it's a very huge weakness. It is, is it like brittle as like toffee? Like, will it just break <laughs> like toffee? They're not, they're not gonna split up. I mean, like, they're easy to get hurt. They're easily damaged. Well, you know what? Then, obviously, you don't want to get out of this fight fast enough, then. They're more like, they're more like pears. Pears bruise easily. So we're going I bruise easily. That. Yeah, guys, nuts are like you. You wanted me to do the okay. comparison? That's what I was doing the comparison of. But... And then you threw yourself in there. You were like my nuts. Okay, but I would rather throw my nuts at somebody's face to get out of a fight faster. But here's the thing. You throw your... If you had nuts to throw in someone's face, well, you wouldn't get out of the fight faster. You would fall down on the ground in pain, and then they'd kick your ass. You don't think they're like... Have a higher pain tolerance than the normal person with brittle toffee Wait, who? Nuts? Who? Mission Impossible people. Every guy in the world, like that's the thing I'd never get about. Do you think guys wear cups during those fights? I well, they don't do. They don't do that move because of that. Well, do you think they could do it if they wore a cup? Maybe I don't know. I I don't know. I remember if I've ever worn I'm a cup. I'm just trying to troubleshoot your people's issues right now. I don't, I don't need it. That being said, way more people in action movies should take advantage of that. That's only used in like comedic movies or if you have a funny character in an action movie. Where they hit the other guy in the nuts if their life is in danger. If my life is in danger, I am going to be hitting those things so fast and so hard to get away from them. That's the first move you go for. It's going to be like that punchy back. Because you had so many practice hitting me. Well, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Because <laughs> you said they're going to bruise as easy as me. You're like, I know how this is going to go. You bruise as easily as nuts, basically. Yeah. That's what we're saying, yeah. I've never no, hit No, he, no, he hasn't. No, okay. We really shouldn't. No, that's not cool to joke about. Yes, no. exactly. We take it back. I, we take I'm, it back. This is our probably the most problematic episode of the show. No, it's not funny to joke about. If okay. you need help, can you put up a a disclaimer? Like a uh uh the phone number. I don't know who to call. I don't know. I've never had to look into it, but yeah, I think if people know. If you need know. help, please call Carl. He will help you. Sure. Because my phone's on. I am super helpful. Okay. This one again is just. I want to rant against the headline. I actually read this article, but the headline is the problem for hmm. me. Okay, so uh, this, the headline is, this is from Screen Rant, another source I go to. Indiana Jones 5 crew member dies on location. Now, to me, if you hear that and you just remember the story up of the movie Rust mm -hmm. with Alec Baldwin, you think, oh my God, it's an epidemic. Tons of uh, movies are having people die on set, right? That's what mm -hmm. it sounds like with that. No, a guy happened to be... Part of the crew was at that location. They weren't even filming at the time. He had like a stroke or something and died. Oh, so they Nothing, like faked it. They, they made, I feel like this was purposely 
misleading Clickbait. and in a fucked up way. Yeah. People die. Dead. People die. And that's, that's horrible. Yeah. But like there was nothing that had nothing to do with this movie. And that's messed up. Because then people are just going to associate that. Oh, Indiana Jones? Oh, someone died in the fifth mm-hmm. one. That's messed up. Okay, let's see. How much stuff do I have? Oh, we have to talk about this. Hmm. So what are your thoughts on Chris Pratt? I don't like him anymore. He's kind of ruined himself, hasn't yeah. he? Yeah. I've never been a fan of him as an action star. Mm-hmm. I thought he was really good at comedy. And then uh, he's really bland as mm-hmm. a, like a serious actor. Or even as a comedic actor, like like he's okay as Star Lord, but everything else I've seen him in, mm-hmm. he's generic and bad. But then it turns out he's part of a church that hates gay people, and he says, yeah, "Well, I don't hate gay people, just my church does." Yeah. Uh, if you follow that church as very anti-gay, you were supporting their their politics. Yeah. So uh, fuck you, Chris Pratt. And he also did the story the other day. I usually don't go digging into people, but this was viral. Mm-hmm. Did you see the post he made? Yeah, what? dude. We're basically talking about how she basically cares for him because he's like an infant and can't take care of himself yeah. like a grown man. And then is so happy about his healthy child. Yeah. We've seen to slam his unhealthy uh, first child he had with Anna Ferris. Yeah. Douchebag all around. But she had a really uh, traumatic like pregnancy. Not super traumatic, I don't think. But like he, the kid was born early. Yeah. Has yeah. vision issues. Has And she's been pretty open about like, hey, yeah. look, this is hard. Because I want to be a mother and still be a working actress, but uh, my kid has special needs, obviously, yeah. at this point. Um, yeah, I I don't know if it's, like, part of maybe their custody agreement. They don't bring up the kid ever in, like, public or what. But it seems really weird that he wasn't, like, hey, yeah. It was just, yeah. The infant seemed thing, like, like, I'm, like a, I'm a grown child man. Um, and then do you see this thing that he posted, like, a day after that? Uh, about how... Uh, at- he went to bed sad because everyone was mean to him on social media. Yeah, but then he got up in the morning and was like, oh, let me go like reset myself. So he was like, I was running out in the woods to Christian music, uh, Christian rock music, and people just started like making fun of him because they're like, "What? Are, wh- where did this come from? Like, you you deserve this hate, bro. You're yeah. acting like people are just being like rude to you, but like... The thing is, he doesn't see the issue with what yeah. he's saying. He is of an old-fashioned, very conservative yeah, mindset. So for him... This is, uh, he hasn't said it yet, but I feel like he's thinking this is a little bit of cancel culture, mm-hmm. just going for him for no reason. Well, there was, there was that whole thing that happened a couple of years ago about people coming to his defense about the, the church thing. Mm-hmm. And people were getting on everybody's case in the Avengers, basically, because, like, Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans came to his defense. And they're like, you guys, a lot of female actresses in the Avengers, like, MCU universe was under fire for a lot of things. For, like, like things that, like were out of their control or, like, uh, like, they were, like, mainly, like, Brie Larson, like, a good example was, like, hey, like, she's getting a lot of hate for no reason. Yeah. And a lot of other people got hate, too, like, Scarlett Johansson got a little hate here and there, but, like, nobody ever came to her defense. And all of a sudden, like, Chris Pratt was, like, blah, 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 but, like, I still support this church that supports, like, gay people not having rights, and they all came to his defense. Like, I'm not saying they're bad if they want to still be friends with him, because, you know, we have... Some friends with problematic views. Yeah. And if, because I knew him ahead of time, I do not like that part of him and will not defend that part of him if it comes up. But I'm also not going to stop being friends with him. No, but... As long as he doesn't turn it, into a full-on Nazi or it anything was, like that. It was, it was pretty crappy that like they came to his defense yes. about this small little thing. That's what I was getting, I was going, yeah. getting to. 
but you you cannot jump to the defense of those things if you're not going to defend everybody else in your company yeah. who have done less things than, yeah. than him. Brie Larson didn't do anything Mm-mm. wrong, and she still gets hate mm-hmm. daily. If you see any posts on Facebook or any social media about her, the comments are full filled mm-hmm. with trolls. And and anything really female oriented in MCU filled with with trolls. So they don't speak up about them is wrong. I don't think their intentions are wrong. No. I don't think Chris Pratt is openly an evil guy. He's a backwards guy that needs to get with the times. Mm -hmm. That being said, stop giving him so much work. He could still be Star-Lord, but let's lay off on Chris Pratt as the guy we need in every action Well, he's going to be like in the Jurassic Parks because they already filmed him. They already filmed him. And like I said, keep on doing that. He's in the franchises. I'm not saying kill all the Mm -hmm. franchises, but stop it with him and everything else. Like he, uh, I don't know if you heard about this a couple weeks ago. I talked on this about this on the episode with Holly Scott. Uh, no, I don't listen to your podcast. No, but I've, I know you don't. I'm saying, but I'm not sure if you heard about this story. Oh, telling. He is going to be playing Mario in the in the Mario animated movie. Oh, like Super Mario. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then this article in, in that's going to cover this week was that he's going to now be playing Garfield of Garfield and Friends, Garfield and Odie in the Garfield movie. Yeah, stop giving him work. Stop what? giving problematic people work. I don't need, like, Garfield going, like, I hate Mondays and, and also gay people. Like, he's just, let's stop giving him work. Yeah. He's not even a good actor. And it, it comes across even more with voice acting. You know what happened on the set of Parks and Rec, right, with him and Amy Poehler? No. There was a scene where, like, in it's like a scene where he's supposed to come out naked and Amy acts like, uh, Leslie Nope acts like, shocked because he comes out naked yes and he was like oh it's not a like he was wearing like flesh color tidy whities and he was mm-hmm. like it's not a big enough reaction so without telling her he comes out full-blown naked so many people and i'm not saying it's right but there there was a time where some reason people thought that it was yeah, okay yeah, to yeah, do yeah. there was talks about uh john barrowman of uh doctor who and i think he's currently on some arrowverse show uh, he would constantly p- pull shit like that on mm-hmm. uh, on set, and everyone laughed about. It. Looking at it now, John Barrowman at least got some backlash and mm-hmm. has been pretty much deleted from a lot of shows because of that came into light. And he, but at least he's apologized yeah. for it. I don't think he apologized. I think Amy Poehler like took him aside and was like, "Yo, you can still be working here, but like, don't ever do this again." It's not professional. No, no workplace, even in movies. Is it okay to get naked without prior consent of the people there? It's not okay. No, it's not. Okay. So yeah, he's, Next story. he's going to be Garfield and that's dumb. Bye, Chris Pratt. Yeah, really. Uh, let's see. Let's do two more stories and then we'll move on to our last segment. First story we're going to do is Gal Gadot joins a live action Snow White. Who do you think she would play in Snow White? Snow White? That's what I would think, too. But no, she's going to be playing the evil stepmother or queen or whatever. I would want to date her, yeah. I know, but like, okay, Snow White, like the evil step queen, or I don't know if she's stepmother or queen. I I can't remember. It's been a while since I watched it and I read the article about a week ago. But she's supposed to be really beautiful, and then Snow White comes along and steals the day, and that's why she wants to kill her. Who are we going to cast for Snow White? If we got Gal, we got freaking Wonder there is Woman competing. Plenty of pretty people to cast as Snow White. I know, but it's hard competition. Is all I'm saying. Uh, okay, actually three more. Cause I want four more. 
Oh my god. <laughs> I got a lot of articles. I could have gone to Starbucks. Uh, Carol uh, Baskins yeah. is suing Netflix to keep them from releasing. I think they've already released Tiger King too. This is an old article. Tiger King season two because she says it portrays her in a bad light. She the first does season not want, did not portray her yes, in a good light. Yes, but now light. that's why she doesn't want it out there because she already saw that. She doesn't want it. She didn't film anything authorizing them to do a season two, but they're doing it any, anyway and using her footage. No, it's just season 1.2. It's a season two. <laughs> Look, I don't want to watch season two of Tiger King. I'm surprised it got made because mm-hmm. I feel like everyone associates that with like the first few weeks of pandemic. Mm-hmm. And it was like, we're all trapped inside and we all watched it. And now it's kind of thing of the past. We're all kind of sad that everyone from that show became reality stars yeah. and bigger and more famous than they should have for the wrong reasons that I don't want to watch it again. That being said, if they have the footage and it is kind of a news thing with her and they want to delve more into how she probably murdered her first husband. And how she doesn't pay her employees. And yeah, how she doesn't pay Slash her employees. volunteers. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, they're allowed to do it. She's news. Yeah. So, screw her. I don't think it's going to go Do you think she really killed her husband? I think so. Okay. Sorry. All right, here's one. I just want to know what your thoughts on this because I don't know why people seem to have a love for this and I do not. Do you think I have a love for this thing? I want to know because you were a 90s kid but not as... Not as much we're as I was. We're literally three years apart. That's what I'm saying. So okay. we're, we're, we're pretty, pretty much the three. Were you a big fan of the high seat ecto cooler? I don't know what this is. Okay. so maybe I was also really poor. Okay. So. so you know what high C is, right? Yeah. Okay. The ecto cooler <laughs> was the uh, high C with Slimer from, uh, from no, Ghostbusters bro, I on ha- it. I had, I had the 99 cent version, so I didn't have any of this. Okay. It was a huge thing, and people have been talking about it for years. Well, they're bringing it back for the like new the Ghostbusters sauce film. Like the McDonald's? The Szechuan sauce, yeah. yeah. That was made from the Mulan movie at McDonald's. Mm-hmm. That's why it was there, yeah. So everyone's really excited they're bringing back Ecto Cooler. Can we go get some? Why? It's high C. High C is terrible. So? No? So? Why would we buy it? Why not? Because it's terrible. We don't need... We buy a per- lot of terrible things. Not on purpose. Mm. Also, I was trying to get the Pokemon Oreos when they came out. They got sold out. I was so mad. They probably taste like Oreos. Unless they flavor. I don't want to do this podcast. <laughs> Unless they're flavored like a Pikachu. Uh, I'm pretty sure they taste just it like Oreos. It was electric. Oh, well, okay. I didn't know yeah. that. All right. And uh, last one, we're going to end on a high note. Do you like Brendan Fraser? I like yeah. Brendan Fraser. Okay. So he's kind of having his own renaissance. Everyone seems to love Brendan mm-hmm. Fraser now. Uh, it doesn't even matter. That he doesn't like nobody even hated him back in the day either. No, no one ever hated him, but he was but never like, like he really disappeared, and everybody was like, oh, "Well, he okay. disappeared for yeah, fucked for... up reasons." Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Uh, but back in the day, he was semi popular, but he wasn't as beloved as I think he is now. Yeah. And so he's making his comeback. It started with like Doom Patrol, and now he's just doing a bunch of other projects. Uh, the big one that they announced him for is he's going to be playing the villain in the upcoming Batgirl uh, movie. Damn. I think I think his traumas have um, humanized him as an actor to people yes. because I mean like you see that actors and famous people go through things that normal people do but like on such a heightened level like yes. we're not gonna be mad about Nicole Kidman and Tom Cruise's divorce because they no. both probably got millions of dollars out yes. of it. Um, so like that didn't hit home for anybody, but the fact that he was sexually assaulted, I think he has a handicapped son. Is that correct? I don't know. I don't know that. I part. think he, somebody handicapped is in his family that he was taking care of. Oh, okay. 
And I think that, like, everybody's like, dude, he's gone through a lot. And, like, we already liked him, so we like him even more now. I like that people like him even more now. And he doesn't, like, he looks more like an average guy now. Mm -hmm. He doesn't look like the Hollywood movie star anymore. He looks like a more normal guy. And he's still getting that Mm -hmm. love. That's awesome. That's good for him. I'm glad he's getting back out there. He's a great actor, fun to watch. And I'm looking forward to seeing him as a villain in Mm -hmm. uh, the new Batgirl movie. That being said, it's a DC movie, so I'm a little wary of that. But it's going to HBO Max instead of theaters, so stuff on HBO Max has been good so far. Mm -hmm. All right, so that has been all the news for the show. Some other articles I'm just going to... Wait, can can we take a break? Yeah, we are taking a break. We'll be right back. You won't even notice. All right, I don't think there's ever been an episode I've done where we've taken so many breaks. <laughs> Three we're, we're, hours later. <laughs> this has been going on since like seven. This is taking it's my whole day off. Night. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And I still don't have any coffee. <laughs> no, you don't. Okay, so we're going into our final segment of the show. We uh, have, well, we have, how many segments do we have? I usually do three segments. Oh, okay. So this is the third segment. Okay, we're throwing a random tell. different thing, each one. This one... Uh, we saw two movies recently. I want to get get into one just a little bit and the other one a little bit more. Uh, so we saw Venom Let There Be Carnage, which is about a month old, so we don't have to go give too much away. Give all the details right now! But, uh, what did you think of Venom Let There Be Carnage, a sequel to the Venom from a couple years ago? I only liked Venom, the character. It's painful, right? I was, I, I mean, I wasn't in physical pain, sir. I was fine, but nothing was good, and it was, it was, like, really choppy, like, you were trying, like, you were, like, you did one scene, explain something, and, like, the, like, establishment of, like, another scene or a segue, I don't know what terms are called, but, like, the editing seemed choppy, and I'm just, like. I think they knew they didn't have that much to go with in there, besides the fact that people like Tom Hardy, that there is, and they, people from the 90s really loved Carnage, so there's, like, we don't, we have a very thin plot here. Let's just get it really fast. Movie's about an hour and a half. Very thin plot. Very poorly acted. Also, didn't this dude work with Peter Parker? Why is he in San Francisco? He worked with Peter Parker. Okay, in the comics, uh, after Venom and Spider-Man get have a truce, basically, Venom does go to San Francisco for a little while. What to get away so, from his one true love, Peter Parker? Tr- sure. Yeah. But anyway, so that's where he... The, the, he kept, remember how he kept on trying to give himself a nickname? Like the Lethal Protector or something like that? Yeah. There's a comic series in the 90s called mm-hmm. that. So they're going after that, especially because in this universe, at least so far, Spider-Man's not in it. So they just want to lean into that without having the Spider-Man to lean, fall back on. Mm-hmm. So there was that. But um, never have I seen someone act in a movie before where they were so bad at their performance where I suddenly... Maybe he had COVID, bro. Leave him alone. Let me finish my point. <laughs> where they were so bad in their performance and I liked him beforehand... That I thought, was he ever good before this? Was he ever, was Tom Hardy good in any other movie? Because I can tell you in Venom, he was not a good actor. He was one of the worst actors I have ever seen. Now, he was good when he's doing the Venom voice. Mm-hmm. But when he's playing Eddie Brock, that was the that's terrible acting. Well, maybe Eddie Brock is just a crappy character and he played him pretty good. No, because he was making bizarre choices with his with the way he moved, with the way he talked. Mm. His voice was just dumb. And Tom Hardy, to my knowledge, doesn't have a stupid voice, but in that he did. Uh, so yeah, terrible movie, very thin plot. Sorry, Woody Harrelson, Tom. not good. Oh yeah, I forgot he was in that. He, he played Carnage. Yeah. Not good. No. I like Woody as well. And he could be a good actor. The, movie either, no. the girlfriend in the movie was not good. She's there's, somebody, there's not. I forgot her name though. 
there's not a good there's nothing good in this movie. No. So don't go see Venom. Let there be carnage. Let's not ha- let there be any more. Let's let there not be any more Venom movies. Also, can we ignore um spoilers if you haven't seen this? But I'm gonna say this anyway. The after credit sequence where it put Venom in the MCU with Tom Holland. Can we just ignore that? Why? Because I don't want Venom tainting Tom Holland. Tom Holland's great as yeah, Spider-Man. Yeah. Do we need Eddie Brock showing up no, but with his we, terrible No, but if we just had a movie of just Venom, no Eddie Brock. They kind of go hand in hand. No. They're connected. Symbiote. That whole thing. No, I don't want to believe in Symbiote anymore because you don't want to be a symbiote with me. Okay, so fine, sure. We'll just have a Venom in the Venom suit. No Eddie Brock. Yeah. It's never going to happen. And glow sticks, glow sticks. And glow sticks, of course. He looked pretty course. good in glow sticks. He looked good in glow sticks? Yeah, he had glow sticks. Oh, that's right. There's the, the rave scene. Yeah. That scene was actually pretty fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was an all-venom scene. So, yeah, you're right. When he's all-venom, he's fine. I'm always right. Yes. Jesus. Took you an hour and ten minutes into this podcast <laughs> to figure that out? Yes, we exactly. We have to go get Starbucks after this. Uh, sh- and if you really want me to, I can drive you after we're done with this. <laughs> even though I got work tomorrow. I might do that. Okay. So, the next one I want to get into is a more recent release. It just came out over the weekend. Uh, which was Eternals. Oh, dang. What's that about? Uh, it is... I'm just going to read the quick, a quick synopsis, which gives you almost nothing. The saga of the Eternals, a race of immortal beings who lived on Earth and shaped its history and civilizations. Starring Jimma Chan, Richard Madden, Angelina Jolie, Selma Hayek, Kit Harrington, Kumail Nanjiani, uh, Leah McHugh, Brian Tyree Henry, uh, Lauren Ridloff. Jesus, a lot of people that were big names in this. Look, there's a lot of people. And the director, uh, the Academy Award-nominated director, Chloe Zhao, was also behind this. So what did you think of Eternals? I was kind of scared, because when you get a lot of big names in one movie, the movie usually sucks. Yeah. Because they're trying to get enough shots of, like, each person in the movie. But this movie was dope, bro! I know, right? It's it's weird, because, they, look, Marvel movies tend to do really well mm-hmm. on Rotten Tomatoes. There's even theory, conspiracy theories from DC lovers that uh, that Disney pays off critics to make sure that they never get a rotten movie on Rotten Tomatoes. This movie That's is proof... That's a valid conspiracy theory. No, it's not. It is. It is not. <laughs> Anyways, so... This movie is the first movie in the entire MCU, all 20-something movies, mm-hmm. that has gotten a rotten on Rotten Tomatoes. Right now, it is resting at 48% on Rotten Tomatoes. So more critics did not like it than liked it. But I thought... It was a really good movie. I liked it a lot. I think it was poorly advertised. Did you have yes. any interest in this movie with the advertisements? Mm. If it wasn't MCU, if you if you didn't know anything about MCU, would you have been interested in this movie at all? I wouldn't have been mad if you saw it alone, but I probably would have saw it whenever it came to like HBO Max. I only watched it because it was an MCU movie. I thought it looked terrible. It looked like a fake a, fan. Look at you. It looked like a CGI. No, I went to see it even though it looked mm-hmm, bad. Mm-hmm. It looked like a CGI fest with just some funny monsters. Yeah, you and, did complain about that. And it looked really cheesy. Uh, and every moment in the movie that uh, looked like typical Marvel movie was in the trailer. Uh-huh. And it made it look like a cheesier version of those movies. Like DC tried knocking them off. Yeah, something like that. Turns out, those really were the only moments in the movie that felt like a typical Marvel film. Yeah. This movie is a slow-paced, it's not very fast at all, sci-fi drama with a sprinkling of superhero stuff in it. It is not, it is not a, the typical MCU superhero film. And I think a lot of people were thrown off by that. Yeah. I loved how the characters were complex. 
you felt like there would be consequences. Characters die. You meet these superheroes and people start being knocked off very quickly in the movie. Mm-hmm. So you don't know who's who's safe and who's not. Uh, surprising twists with characters and villains and nobody is 100% evil. It's more like everyone has a justified point, but I want to agree with the people who would protect me. <laughs> It's my point of view. <laughs> the vaccinated is what you're saying. No, because I, I, again, that's going to saying anti-vax people are also right, which they're not. Oh, okay, okay. I see what you're saying. Never mind. I take it all back. So uh, it's it's com- it's a complicated movie. It does have its big bombastic action moments, which are well done. But for the most part, it's not even that funny. With the exception of Kamal Nanjiani and his valet, there isn't much humor in there. I think um, Pepperboy was pretty funny. Paperboy? Paperboy. Paperboy? Oh, that's who that is. I told you this before we saw it. He was kind of funny. He he was also, I think one of the things this movie is getting attacked for unnecessarily is people are attacking it for having, I've seen multiple things. One is for having the first openly gay superhero. Which wasn't even like detrimental to any plot line. No, that's the thing I keep on hearing is like, they're forcing this, the reason, I don't, I have no problem with gay people, but when they force it into the story and makes no sense, I don't like it. A guy used it as his motivation to get involved in in the scenario. Mm-hmm. And all he did was, he happened to be with a guy and he kissed him. If the guy had a wife and a child instead of a, instead of a husband and a child, yeah. no one would have even commented on it. Mm-mm. They wouldn't go, why is this unnecessary hetero relationship in there? No one says that. No one says that about the the first MCU sex scene is between Gemma Chan and Richard Madden, which is not ruining anything. I think it's like shows that they're together on the commercials. Uh, they are the first ever MCU sex scene. People aren't getting upset about like the straight the sex. You know. Oh, it's all over the internet. Is that a thing? Mm-hmm. It's the first okay. MCU sex scene. Uh, people aren't upset about that, but a guy kisses his husband for two seconds. Yeah. And people are upset about that. Another thing people were upset about that I saw. Was that uh, they had the first deaf superhero? Which again, why are you upset about yeah. that? It what again? Not detrimental to the plot line at all. Uh, like okay, I get, I don't understand, but I get the people going like, I don't want to have to teach my children about gay people. Why are they putting this into my movie? But like, you're upset that they're teaching children about deaf people. Mm-hmm. Where's the harm at all? Even in your conservative sensibilities, where's the harm in this? Mm-hmm. Bunkers. I saw her on the red carpet on mm-hmm. some clips. It was so cute. Like, people were getting um, interpreters for her. That's cool. I've heard that uh, because of her character and her popularity, that more people, like, people that have started signing up to learn how to sign has nice. had a huge uptick since this movie came out. Mm-hmm. So that That's great, too. Yeah, I wish... I knew that, or I knew other languages. Anything that promotes younger generations to learn this stuff, yeah. I think it would be great. I really wish we knew other languages, or knew oh, yeah. how to play an instrument. We're really horrible white people in the fact that we only know English and nothing true. else. True, true. I, uh, I was talking to a coworker about this today, because he's, you know, he's, uh, he's, he's, Me- he's Mexican, and he knows both languages. But I told him, yeah, I took three years of Spanish, and I took, I took in nothing. I have nothing from that, and... But he's talking. He's raising kids now. And he's saying that uh, in schools nowadays, if you grow up and uh, grow up now, it's part of your curriculum to learn this stuff. Oh, good. So kid- it wasn't just until you get to high school just for an election. No, exactly. That's the reason you you've taken languages better when you're younger. Yeah, you do. And in That's this day and age, proven. this day and age, it's important. What last time I was looking for a job, 
there were so many opportunities for people that were bilingual mm-hmm. versus people like me who just spoke one language. Yeah. I that that being said, I always laugh at this. I told told a coworker before that I only speak one. I was like, I think I'm the only person in this place that speaks one language. And my coworker said to me, "What language is that? What is it?" Okay, come on, that was ridiculous. <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah, even with a bachelor's degree, I've seen places where they're like, can you be, like, we need people bilingual, which is good, because, like, we're not saying anything against that, because that is promoting what you need in that area to no. service your your population, yeah. so that's good. Oh. We're but behind just, the times. Yeah, yeah, okay, I was trying to get to that, yeah. Exactly, yeah. But, uh, so, that was something that was so upsetting So, our people. child is going to learn three languages, two instruments, mm-hmm. and secret math. Another thing that people were upset about was, uh... They, the characters are different races than the comics because most of the characters in the comics are yeah, white dudes. I, I, I see where people can do this, but here's the other thing. Like, it's this, those are the same people that believe Jesus is white. Exactly. Like, white Jesus. Like mm. Again, these characters were made, I think they were made in the 70s, mm-hmm. in a time where most characters were white guys in mm-hmm. comics. And I always see these people go like, look, just make your own new characters rather than just change the old ones. But what the same people will say, like when Ms. Marvel comes out, who is a new character, she's only about six years old. Mm-hmm. Not their character. Character is like 16. But her character exists since six years old. And people go like, oh, what's with the woke people bringing in this Muslim character? It's like, so there's no winning. Original character, you, it's a problem. Changing an old existing character, it's a problem. There is no winning unless it's a white guy. And again, was it detrimental to the plot line? No. None of the things they brought up it, yeah. hurt anything in the movie. And I'm going to be honest with these people, most of them probably did not even care about the Eternals. The Eternals are so small in the Marvel comics. Like they're fringe? They're very fringe. They're the first fringe, the fringiest of fringe. They they do not interact with the Marvel the main Marvel universe that often. Mm-hmm. I knew of them beforehand, but I could not have named more than two or three. Mm. And I've read thousands of Marvel comics. It's not that they never were interesting to me. Mm-hmm. So it's dumb. And uh, I think the last one was also similar to the race one, which is they gender swapped the characters. Salma Hayek did an interview too with her. Um, I think it was Richard Madden and Angelina Jolie, and they were talking about like the different races of the characters. And she was like, she was glad that Chloe was attached to the movie and that the movie came out now because I guess the script has been like out there for, or not the script, but like the idea has been out there for a while. Yes. And she had said, she's like, if they made this 10 years ago, she, Selma Hayek would have never been cast as one of the of lead people not. in this movie. Yeah. That Chloe would have never been director. She was like, Angelina would have been in it regardless because it's Angelina Jolie. Well, she's a beautiful white woman. Yeah. But, yeah. so even the actors are saying like, bro, 10 years well, ago, this movie would have never been a thing It for 100% wouldn't yeah. have been because it is well documented that uh, before Kevin Feige had more control over the Marvel Universe like he has now, mm-hmm. uh, he was pushed not to diversify. Oh, dang. He was told. That's why the, the all the original Avengers are white. Oh, okay. You couldn't do much with, with that kind of stuff because of that, because of the way they were pushed. Because they wanted to hit... A lot of people use justifying box office numbers... Mm-hmm. For their excuses. Like the reason why you wouldn't... Box office uh, numbers versus racism, basically? Or sexism. Oh, Like yeah, the yeah. same reason why uh, they never made Black Widow action figures. They'd come out with the Avengers action figures and they go like, well, women wouldn't want to buy buy this stuff, mm-hmm. so we're just not going to make a Black Widow toy. So you can only get the Hulk and Captain America. Mm-hmm. Same thing. So they, their same thought was, 
the main people that are going to see these movies are white guys, mm -hmm. so we want them to be the most justified. And use, they use that as an excuse not to trailblaze for a long time. And only recently, when it's become more popular to, have they started actually giving into that. I thought there was going to be like a Stephanie Meyer situation. What do you mean? From Twilight. I know I know she wrote, she wrote Twilight. Yeah, I don't know, like know when the movies mean. came out, she's like, all the vampires have to be white. Oh, did she? Yeah. Oh, that's fucked up. People have called her out for it. And the fact that, like, uh, the Native Americans that she used, which are an actual tribe, mm -hmm. like, the name is at an actual place and tribe and stuff, uh -huh. she gave, like, no proceeds or anything to them. Oh, that's messed up. Stephanie Myers. Well, so, I don't want to give away the ending of this movie because it goes in yeah, surprising directions. But I will say, for me, considering it was the lowest rated movie on Rotten Tomatoes for MCU, it's in my top five. Yeah. Marvel it's really movies. good. It is really good. It did not, it felt totally different. And it's weird for me because I get into these things, like I'm a huge James Bond fan. Mm -hmm. And I loved, before Casino Royale came out, I loved that format. But the second they changed up the format for Casino Royale and dumped a lot of what Bond was known for, being frivolous and fun and sleeping with all ladies and mm -hmm. being a douchebag, the second they changed up that, that move formula and made him a person, I loved it more. Which is weird considering I love all those other ones. This one was, okay, we're going to do an MCU movie, but it's not going to feel anything like an MCU movie. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, I love this because it's different than the thing I've been watching. It, it's, it's fantastic. I love it so much. So everyone should go see Eternals with an open mind and understand it's not the typical fare. I wonder if uh, the soundtrack would hit different than other Avenger movies. I bet it's, it's a little bit more moody or something like that. Really? Like, I feel like it'd have... Because the movie's epic scope. Mm-hmm. So for, even though it's very slow, it's very epic scope. A lot of people have been comparing it to Dune in mm. uh, in tone, which I have not seen Dune because I hate the book. Uh, it's pretty good, pretty good. But you know, there's not like action, like there's action in it, but it, it's more of a of a mood than anything else. I was only bringing it up because like when I would have to write papers for nursing school, mm -hmm. um, like four hours before they were due, mm -hmm. I would like put something on in the background to not distract myself that I already saw. And it would be like an Avenger movie. Oh, okay. So by the time I've already had like three coffees, I'm an hour and a half into the movie and like the final bossing comes up and it's like 1130 mm -hmm. and shit's due at midnight. Like, Makes it intense. Well, heart that, palpitations. That being said, you know, this movie, the end seek fight Avenger sequence is pretty big. Mm -hmm. So that will get you going with that. But for, I think true. most of it is more like, especially because it bounces back and forth in time, it has different feel for different eras. Yeah versus the other so, so MCU I can, stuff. I can, I can use the soundtrack when I go back to school. Yeah. Oh, I love using Avengers soundtracks for uh, for background noise. or Like when I'm reading a lot of time, it adds a lot of mood to there and it seems to fit in really well, especially if I'm reading comics. But uh, I was going to say. But, uh, but I also read books. I read a book a week, like three days ago I finished reading a book. So yeah. I'm very, it was a young adult book, but I read, <laughs> I read books. I'm a reader, not just comics. All right, so yeah, check out Eternals. Uh, I give it four and a half out of five. Oh, yeah, I'll do that. Whatnots. I don't know. <laughs> Deviants. Uh, um, four and a half out of five Deviants. I guess. We could have thought of a better... Deviants are huge in that. Yeah, they're physically huge. Yes, but they're, yeah. they're also a big part of the movie. Even though they look terrible in the trailer, they were pretty great. Okay. All right, so that's been the show. Thank you all so much for listening uh, and putting up with a few moments of audio mess up. Hopefully it wasn't too painful to listen to. Thank you, Tasha. I was going to say, do I get to take your day? I, I'm working my way through it. Thank you, Tasha, for doing the show again. Yeah, yeah. This is the second to last show I'm going to be doing <gasps> for the year. For the year. 
Last year I did this too. I feel like I like to stop doing it around the holidays mm-hmm. so I don't have to worry about scheduling that during a very chaotic time. Yeah, yeah, so uh, next week will be the, not next week, next episode will be the season finale. And then, uh, yeah, we'll be back on the next year. Uh, so thank you so much for listening. This has been Unlicensed Entertainment. And remember, when it comes to uh, entertainment news two weeks late, listen to Unlicensed Entertainment. Mm-hmm.